By what name are you known? There are some who call me... Tim? Hey, what's going on, everybody? You're tuning into another episode of 2010 Minutes. I am your host, Tim McCarthy. This podcast focuses on mental health through humor, insight, and personal stories. To learn more, go to 2010minutes.com for all your 2010 Minutes needs. I'm very easy to find. If you can't find me, then how did you find me now? Uh, There's a conundrum for you. All right, episode 81. It's time to talk about it. I got to start doing that. I want like a catchphrase. It's time to talk about it. Break the stigma, crack a smile. I got two fresh ones. You know what I mean? Those are two, like, one-two combo. Uh, don't forget to download my app on the uh, Apple Store or the Google Play Store. Um, and definitely check out my show notes for any um, and all resources of mental health. I have a bunch on my website as well. <clears throat> I don't think anyone knows about this. Sorry for that cough. Starting July 16th. I knew this was going to happen, and a lot of people don't know what's going on. But people seeking mental health services can now call 988 on July 16th to access counselors and response teams at the 24-7 National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Calls will be redirected to the current number, which was and is 1-800-273-8255, which will stay operational during and after the 988 expansion. The call line received 3.6 million calls, calls and texts in 2020. After the 988 transition, the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Service Administration an agency under the Department of Health and Human Services expects the contact volume to double in the first year to six million, possibly up to twelve million. They are gonna have their hands full, <clears throat> and hopefully they have their own resources and people wanting to help uh, that staggering number that's going to be pretty high. Um, but I think that's very cool with the nine eight eight. It's gonna make it a lot easier. Instead of having to call 911, which you should call if there is an emergency, but if you just want to talk to somebody on the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, you can just dial 988. So don't forget, July 16th, 988 is going to be in effect. Be sure to tell your friends, family, strangers, go up to them and be like, hey, by the way, did you hear about 988? And they're going to be like, no, I don't know what you're talking about, nor do I know who you are. But you're like, all right, well, if you know anyone that needs help, have them dial 988 on July 16th and beyond. Hopefully everyone has been doing well. I have been doing well. I'm still on my hiatus from my therapist at the moment. He is on vacation. Don't know where he went. I didn't get to what about Bob him and not be uh, a local. Don't hassle me. I'm local. Uh, but I've been doing good mentally. I had a mini breakdown recently where I keep forgetting things. And I want to talk about that, uh, how stress and depression can cause forgetfulness. Um, but yeah, I went to Trader Joe's or I like to call it Trader Joseph's. And I drove all the way there, about a 20-minute drive. I was all ready to go. I looked down, forgot my wallet. I tried so hard not to get mad, but I sat there and I was like, it's all right. It's all right. Come back another day. And currently, I'm still hungry because I haven't gone back yet. But I dropped a huge F-bomb on my way home because I was not happy. And it's my own fault because I went towards more closing time because I don't like big crowds. I get very anxious having to bob and weave through people. And I usually throw on my headphones. And if I'm in someone's way, that's even worse. But yeah, I... Uh, I've been forgetful with a lot of things lately, and it's really, uh, it's really been beating me up. Um, but I have been getting out, enjoying the weather. I was actually out with my good friends, old friends, still friends, Caitlin and Sarah. We had a great time together at lunch. Had a couple drinks, couple daiquiris, you know, couple just like three, three friends, three sisters, you know. 
Um, I like seeing old friends, uh, especially when you don't get to see them as often, but you still pick up where you left off, which I always love in friends. Um, but it was good. It was much needed. I needed to get out. I need to get out more. The weather is so good. I actually have to go to um, Lowe's later and buy some uh, shit, ch chainsaw oil. I forget what it's called, but I got to chainsaw some things like I'm Limp Biscuit. I'm up in chainsaw. What? I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. But yeah, so stress and depression can cause forgetfulness. Depression has been linked to memory problems such as forgetfulness or confusion. I'm always confused. It can also make it difficult to focus on work and other tasks. Yep. Make decisions or think clearly. Stress and anxiety can also lead to poor memory. Depression is associated with short-term memory loss. All right, let's talk about that for a second. Um, because my decision-making is awful. I'm not so much confused, but I'm forgetful in a way. But being depressed and that causes forgetfulness. It's like I didn't forget to be depressed, which is uh, always going to be there. But I can't forget my keys or my wallet or like I go upstairs. And I know everyone has this and everyone, it happens to people like you walk into a room and you're like, what the hell am I missing? And you like sit there and you're like, what's going on? But that happens to me almost every day on the hour, every hour. Like my name's Kurt Loder from MTV News. I don't like it. I, I've, I, I'm very forgetful on dates. Uh, I almost forgot it was, I knew it was Juneteenth, but I forgot it was, it was Father's Day as well. Um, so I had to make a couple calls, you know, make a couple texts. Shout out to all those good dads out there, the actual good dads. And uh, hopefully you guys celebrated Juneteenth as well, um, which was on June 19th, which I uh, I like I like that date because they put the two words together. So it's very just flowy and I love it. Um, and then this week I actually, <clears throat> I have an interview with professional wrestler and musical artist Leo Rush. Uh, he has wrestled for like New Japan Pro Wrestling, ROH, WWE, AEW. We had a great talk. We had a great talk about his album coming out, Not Found 2, which is released on the 24th. Um, and yeah, we just had a real good chat. He was on the challenge. I got to ask him about that because he left his show. He left the show because of mental health reasons, which I don't blame him because those shows want you to break down and crack on camera for views. So it makes sense. And then we got to talk a little bit about racism, which I always... Not saying I like to talk about racism, but it's it's a, a topic that we don't talk about enough, especially between white people and black people. I thrive and I like those awkward conversations because we're not going to be able to break any stigma or break any barriers down with being scared to ask questions to uh, anybody. And we had a really good conversation about that. And uh, I want to continue to help that because racism is has a lot to do with uh, mental health. And uh, there's a lot of people out there that are scared to even go outside because of the color of their skin. So um, that can only imagine how that feels. So yeah, definitely check out this interview coming up this week. He was a big get for me. He was a really cool and we had a great rock, paper, scissors matchup that you don't want to miss. Um, I posted it on my social medias as well that you can go check it out. So there's uh, there's different things that help, not help, but the different reasons why you might be having uh, certain memory losses uh, medications can do that. I'm going to talk to my prescriber and find out what medications are doing that because again, I'm on Adderall, Abilify, Wellbutrin, and, um, what's the other one? The, oh my God. I literally forget. I literally, Lamictal. Um, I wasn't even kidding there guys. I swear to God, I was not even kidding. How ironic is that? So it probably is my Lamictal that's making me forgetful. Um, minor head trauma or injury. Uh, it could be a fall from an accident, uh, even if you didn't lose consciousness. I had a, I had a, um, uh, what is it? I, I can't even CTE. I had a, I got hit in the head. Oh my God. This is, this is bad. I, my word association is not doing good. Oh, concussion. That's what it is. A concussion. 
I feel like people probably think I'm messing around, but I'm really not, guys. I'm really not. The only reason I'm laughing is because my life's a mess. Um, I had a concussion one time, and man, those things are no joke. I felt like I was in the last row of my own head, and everything was just not cool. But I, I, I wouldn't blame it on that. Uh, emotional disorders, obviously, stress, anxiety, depression can cause forgetfulness, uh, difficulty concentrating, which is a big one for me. Um, even like reading a book or reading instructions, I can't read it in a row. I just have to like skip ahead and like figure it out. I don't know why I do that. I know that's the ADHD in me. And I, I wonder if other people have that where they can't even concentrate on reading simple instructions. Uh, alcoholism is a big one, which I can, I can obviously see that. Vitamin B12 deficiency. Uh, it helps mainly healthy nerve cells and red blood cells. So a deficiency uh, common in older adults can cause memory problems. So I need to get my vitamin B12 up, go to the local pharmacy and be like, yeah, give me some B12, my guy. Um, hyperthyroidism. <laughs> I nailed that. That's an underactive thyroid gland can result in forgetfulness and other thinking problems. That one's interesting. Brain diseases, a tumor or infection in the brain can cause memory problems, which is obvious. And then sleep apnea, untreated sleep apnea can cause memory problems that improve with appropriate treatment. I want to ask about that, but I could never wear one of those masks. I feel for anybody that has to use a sleep apnea machine, I, I don't know how you do it. Like I sleep on my back, like I'm in a coffin, like I'm Dracula. And then I sometimes go to my side and then sometimes I go to my stomach. If I couldn't be able to do those three things with the mask on, I would be, I wouldn't be able to sleep at all. And I know my sleeping has been terrible, so I'm very scared of why that is. I don't know if it's my meds or I'm drinking too much coffee, which I know that is, but I'm drinking it in the morning. So by the time it's nighttime, it shouldn't be in my system still because I drink a lot of water still. I'm just flushing myself out. But it's getting very aggravating that I can't sleep for like a, like a full eight hours. I would love to be on Ambien. I've, uh, I've, I was on it for a quick minute and that thing, it knocks you out. I remember having a conversation with somebody and I took it because like I was, you take medication to like prepare yourself. So I was getting ready for bed. And then all of a sudden I woke up in the bed and I guess I was sitting there talking and I stood up and I just fell right down. So if you take Ambien, be careful because it is no joke. Um, yeah. So I need to work on my sleep and, and it's not, it's not happening for you, boy. Um, and I feel like my life is out of control, uh, in a way. And I think everyone always feels that they feel overwhelmed with uh, anything they got going on in life. And there's a lot of reasons why you can feel like your life is out of control. And I think with me going through like the divorce, I know I'm like a broken record with all this, but this is like my real life. And I know I talk a lot about mental health and I deal with mental health because it's uh, humor, insight and personal stories. Isn't that, isn't that something? Um, stress can be a, a big thing. A lot of anxiety and overwhelming feelings can often be caused by stress coming in at every corner. A person can feel overwhelmed with pressures of having to keep everything together, like their family, job, and finances. It all starts to pile up and then your skin wants to be ripped off your body because you don't even want to live. And you're just like, why can't I do that? Um, health is a big one, especially when they have health conditions that are susceptible to one. Uh, that's another word I can't really say. Then there's a chance of health issues suddenly making appearance. Uh, there are a lot of health issues that aren't just one out of one's control. They can be due to genetics, environmental factors, or even by chance. It's a very scary thing to have on the constantly concerned about not just your health, but the health and also loved ones. Relationships is another one. Uh, all different relationships that you have in your life can be overwhelming, although you may be grateful for them. It doesn't mean they won't take a toll at you at times 
whether it be uh, a parent, spouse, friend, caretaker, uh, comes in different obligations. Uh, relationships always come in responsibilities, compromise, and sometimes require taking on the other people's feelings and problems. It can be very stressful and difficult. I feel like I'm an empath and I'm always in other people's shoes and I'm always grateful for my friendships uh, far and wide. So if you're a friend to me, I love you so much and I'll always tell you that. Um, national crisis, obviously, um, it's the, with the pandemic, uh, natural disasters, and even social injustice are overwhelming for everybody, like I just mentioned not too long ago. Yeah, I've, I've been seeing a lot more homeless people lately, and it's like people that look like they had it together. Not like the homeless people that have been out there for years and, and like the, what was it, the, like the stereotypical look of a homeless person. But I've seen people that look like just like just like quote unquote normal. And I feel like a lot of people are having a tough time with what's going on with gas prices going up so high. And it's even tougher to donate to somebody because like what we need, uh, like on from my end, it's like I need the money to get to work. I need to buy gas. And it's like I can't really help every person I see, but it's definitely a national crisis. And I feel bad for what Ever they're going through. Now, then obviously work can be stressful, out of control. Like think about all these things mixed in together. Everyone I've, I've labeled is uh, on my mind at all times. And that's where anxiety comes in and anxiety with uh, making your life feel like it's out of control is like bread and butter. Bread and butter, my guy. Uh, and if you experience a life tragedy, that's another big one, like a death in the family. Um, and what you could do to help out. And again, I got to practice what I preach because uh, I don't do that is pause and take a break. Make sure you uh, decompress yourself. Get yourself to do things that you love to do, um, even if it's trying to get some sleep, which uh, I've been trying to do. Um, trying to change your perspective instead of things that are already your control. If you take on the, oh, it is what it is, which I've been trying to do. I'm like, yeah, it is what it is. I lost my wallet and I uh, came to Trader Joe's and I don't have it. That is what it is. Uh, it wasn't is what it is. It's my own fault. And I get very frustrated when it's my own fault. If it was somebody else, I can understand. It's like, oh, I didn't put your wallet back where it was. It's like, okay, I get that. But with me, I knew where it was. I had it. And then I just didn't bring it. Um, take control of things you can change, which is good. Um, and there are a lot of things in life that you can change, like going to the gym more, eating fewer uh, shitty food like I do. I've been crushing buffalo chicken subs again, and I got to stop doing that, people. Uh, or removing a toxic person from your life, which is actually stressful on its own because I feel like everyone has that like friend or a family member that like you love to hate and you're like, I don't know why I keep them around, but we do. Um, at this point, I don't have anyone like that, but I feel like I, maybe I'm that person to other people. I'm the toxic person. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so yeah, that's another big one. And then be confident in your life decisions. That's another one that I have struggles with is making any type of decision. Like last week's episode, I talk about dependency and I'm very uh, wishy-washy with anything I want to do, whether it be like, oh, I'm going to grab lunch. I'm like, should I grab lunch? Like, should I grab this? Or like any big life decision. It's like, do I want to try to find a new job? Do I want to stay with my current job? And I see and interview all these people that did that. I admire them so much. Everyone's like, yeah, I quit my nine to five. And now I'm like treating people uh, with anxiety. I'm like, how do you, how do you do that? That's like, it's very cool. Uh, talking it out with a therapist is another great one. Picking up a hobby. I feel like the podcast is my hobby, obviously. And it's helped me out tremendously, even though some days I don't want to record. Um, but I like to bring people the content of 20 to minutes. I feel like I'm picking up a little bit of steam right now. I have a new logo. Uh, it says a mental health podcast on it and I changed my face because it kind of looked too dumb to me. 
So when people see it that don't know me, they can be like, oh, okay, this is what this gentleman looks like. And it's about mental health. Let me figure out why it's called 20 TI minutes. Maybe he talks about TI, but then they find out it's 20 Tim minutes. And you're like, huh, I get it now. Only one M. I... This is like one of those things when like people like uh, mess up a lyric in a song and they do that with my my podcast name. I thought it was very just like you get what you get with my name, but I, I guess it's confusing to people. And then think positively um, is obviously the easiest one to say, but not easiest one to do. Um, so it does uh, it does help. So if you're feeling overwhelmed, be sure to ch- talk about it. Even I would recommend again, I'm not a professional, I'm not a professional. Anything I say and do is from my point of view. I'm not giving you any recommendations uh, that are like uh, from a doctor's standpoint. I just give uh, examples of what works for me and it might work for you. I think talking out with a friend about being stressed is, is a good one, finding that like positive person in your life and opening up to them because man, life is stressful and it's not a problem to get frustrated with it because we don't have it our way like it's Burger King every day. And uh, it's life's not easy, man. You should be all be proud of how far you've come. I'm proud of what I've accomplished so far, especially coming from a deep, dark depression. And I'm very overwhelmed every day. I'm overwhelmed today. I have to get a lot of things done. I got to go to Lowe's, get my oil. I got to mow the lawn. I got to chainsaw all these trees. And then I have other obligations with the podcast and I'm juggling relationships. And it's just, it is tough. And it's all about scheduling your, your life and... You got to be able to do it, you know? You just got to. My transitions today are killing. I don't know if you guys saw this. Did you see this one? Washington, the state, to pay Seattle. Wait, Washington, Seattle. Yeah, Seattle, Washington. Washington to pay Seattle alleged criminal. 250 bucks each day he doesn't get mental health treatment reports. It's like, oh, at first you're like, oh, that kind of makes sense. But when you read about it, uh, this is super disgusting. Um, taxpayers in Washington state will have to pay $250 to a homeless man accused of pushing down a 62 year old woman down the stairs of a light rail station in Seattle for each day. He doesn't get mental health treatment. Uh, excuse me. I do not understand that. Alexander J 40 years old was arrested on March 3rd, a day after the attack in Chinatown, um, at fifth Avenue and South Jackson street, which I, no one knows what that is. Uh, he was accused of stabbing a woman 10 times at a bus stop on that same day. But the judge ruled that uh, he should be getting treatment, which he should. I get it. But like allegedly, there's a video of him pushing down a woman down the stairs. It's like clear as day. I know you have to say allegedly, but I'm pretty sure that's the guy that they have. And uh, so after 100 days without being admitted, uh, the Superior Court Judge Joanna Benda found the Department of Social and Health Services in contempt of court for failing to get J treatment. There's got to be something more behind that, what they're not talking about. But Bender also ordered the state to pay 250 bucks, which began accruing on May 9th until Jay gets treatment. Uh, he's being held in jail, which he should be. Uh, and the violation due to the process rights due to the severity of the charges. So he could result in getting paid more than $17,000 for what he did because he's not getting mental health treatment. And again, everyone should have their fair share of getting mental health treatment. But somebody like that... Um, we shouldn't be given money and I go, and it's not me. I don't live in Seattle, but I think that's a wild, wild move by them. 
Um, I would love to know what you guys think about that. And uh, you think that's a fair assessment about a guy who pushed down a 62-year-old woman down a flight of stairs at a train station. And I watched the video. It's sickening. And what's even worse, there was like three people that were like men that walked by, looked at it, and didn't even help out. It's pretty disgusting, actually. Um, and like that's the type of stuff people get stressed out about. They don't want to go outside because they feel like their life's overwhelmed and they're scared to do anything because you can watch somebody get pushed down the stairs and then be like, okay, is this is this someone going to help this lady? But we have come to the time where we're breaking the stigma by cracking a smile. This is the end of 22 Minutes, episode 81. I thank you for rocking with me, guys. Uh, hopefully these short episodes, these 20-minute episodes are right up your alley. So if you feel uh, inclined to leave me a review on uh, iTunes or anything, I would absolutely love it. It's very well. Uh, it's very uh, heartwarming when you guys write stuff like that. And please be sure to share it with your friends and family that uh, are into mental health and maybe having a laugh or two. But I thank you guys so much. I love you and have a good one. Hey, are we clear? Okay, and we're clear. This podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. If you are feeling suicidal, please dial 911.